I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Coming up on TMS, I've known this kid since she came out the shoot. Johnson Mind Meld. What's an aquifer? Because I'd like really wanted to know. Diarrhea Mind Meld. Through the ground and gravity and stuff. Big adult feet running down the hallway. Carter caught the double dragon. Larry Waterman. (laughs) They didn't have science and math back in the 90s. A little Brian divot. We named the other lung Indiana. Congratulations on using 65,000 gallons of water. Oh, thanks. Milkshake. It's a neat idea. All stuff are pointing north. The ditch snakes can have the light with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Mommy, will you read to me? Not now, Junior. Can't you see? Don't have time. I'm cleaning floors. Won't you please go play outdoors? Mmm, quite a dish to come out of any casserole. The Morning Stream. We're not toys. We're action figures. Hello, everyone. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, July 10th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's, I almost said Brian Ibbett. That is Bobby Frankenberger sitting in for Brian Ibbett, <clears throat> who is not here today. I'll explain Hello. in a moment. But Bobby, welcome to the show. Uh, how the heck are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm, it's always a, it's always a blast to be sitting in Brian's seat. Um, it's, uh, it's being on the show with you is always fun. I yeah. love it every time. He leaves a little divot for you, a little bum divot. And, yeah. Uh, yep. It's, uh, fit it's right just there. the right size. Yep. That's good. And temperature. Big <laughs> I wasn't going to ask about that part, but I'm glad you brought it up. Hey, so uh, if you're at home going, wait, where's Brian? Uh, man, what a weird week. So. I'll kind of do it in reverse order, but um, just when you thought everything was getting normal again, which would have been Saturday, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, um, very last second before Film Sack was to be recorded, Brian informed the rest of the hosts that Tina had to go to the ER. And we're like, oh, no, what? You know, kind of freaking out or urgent care. The first night was I think was just urgent care, but. Uh, she she was worried she had pneumonia, uh, you know, a, a cold or something had gotten worse and had gotten under her lungs and 
Anyway, took her down there. Sure enough, diagnosis was, yep, pneumonia. Here, here are your meds. Here's your your inhaler. You know, the things you do when you have that. I've had it before. It sucks. It's the worst. Uh, but with quick, proper care, usually, you know, you get in, get out. And that's kind of where he thought he was at. So Friday, he's like, um, or Saturday, he's like, yeah, so we'll have to bump the show, but I think I'm fine for Sunday. I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. We bump it a day. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, we get an early morning, like 4 a.m. text from Brian on our Discord group that says uh it went to the other lung uh we're in the er uh, right now and uh and, you know it's, it sounded like things that escalated so we were all freaking out like oh my gosh dude i hope she's okay uh, anything you need can we do it you know the whole the whole rigmarole and um you know they were getting her taken care of getting her comfortable getting her room and all that and she has been in the hospital since then and should be coming home today uh discharge today is what brian's expecting but as a result, completely, you know, effed his weekend and hers. Yeah. And, uh, of course, family first rules here. So we just said, I guess we're bumping film sack a week, and that's fine. We don't mind doing that. We always make room for, for family stuff. Um, yep. Now, that would be a big deal on its own. All right? That would be enough. to, And that's why Brian's not here today. He's, he's you know, going to yeah. be helping get family her discharged. First. That's why I, um, I put some food on the floor for my daughter and said... You're yep. on your own for two hours. That's right. You're first. Uh, <laughs> eat it. Uh, that, that's yeah. it. That's the whole definition of family first. Eat your food I put on the floor. <laughs> so then, so that's the reason he's not here. He should be here tomorrow. All things going well. <clears throat> and it sounds like she's doing much better. So that's so good. we're good. That's very good. Uh, but pneumonia can eat a turd. It's stupid. Especially in the summer. Mm-hmm. What a dumb time to feel anything bad. You want to feel oh, good yeah. in the summer. It's so stupid. So... That is all on top of me coming off the worst week of my life. Now, I've told the story a few places now, Skim and some other uh, streams and stuff. You're all sick of it. I understand. The diarrhea put up, I talked about it. But I'm going to just give you the short of it so you can just feel what I feel and know what I know. I like know Spock. I feel what you feel. You know, Spock <laughs> says that when he touches your face. No, it's feel yeah. what I feel, know what I know, whatever. Mm. What's that called? <laughs> oh, the mind meld. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bobby, you're getting your own personal mind meld here on the okay. I'm ready on the morning stream. So Di- diarrhea mind meld. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, you have no idea. So, uh, so last week, uh, I'm not going to tell it step by step, but basically, this is the short of it. Last Monday, and I talked about it on the show Wednesday because we did have a show Wednesday morning, but we didn't have a show Monday or Tuesday for the holiday, which now I regret. I wish I would have done a show both those days. Yeah. If I knew what was coming, I would have said, screw the holiday, we'll do shows those days. I didn't know what was coming. And what was coming was this. The water main thing between the street where the city owns it and has responsibility and me where I own it and have responsibility uh, broke. Big old PVC pipe split and was gushing. Uh, we found out the total, the actual total, 65,000 gallons of wasted water in June. And they never told oh us gosh. until the bill came. So we get the bill on Monday, and the bill says, "Congratulations, <laughs> you <laughs> new record, <laughs> you new record. You have poured sixty-five thousand gallons of water into the earth. Well done. Um, maybe check your check your business. You know. So we're like, all right, fine. We have our favorite plumber come out. We really like these guys. They mm-hmm. do nice work. They don't screw you. They're good, credited, insured, all the things, right?" Yeah. So they come out and they go, well, it's not your meter. I'm like, damn it. I was, I was hoping it was the meter. You know, something simple. 
and the meter was just wrong because we couldn't find all this standing water. We couldn't find this Olympic freaking swimming pool that we supposedly created in, in the underground. We couldn't find it. And the guy yeah. goes, well, that's not unusual. You guys are up here and high, you're up high. So what happens is uh, it goes down the aquifers, you see. So, Bobby, this is good to have you here with your science brain. Because he kept yeah, going, yeah. yeah, it just goes through the aquifers. And I said, sure. I don't know what the hell those even are. I, I've heard of them, but I don't, I've don't. i really ever paid attention to what an aquifer is. I assume it means like natural waterways, like, you know. Through through the gravel and the dirt and the stuff and the gravity and it goes down to that river and then that river goes that way and I think that's what he means. I don't yeah, know. An aquifer is yeah, it's just a it's sort of like an underwater flow of water. Yeah, yeah that's it. An right? area where it's non non confined, like it's not it's not being held firmly in the soil and it can move more. Right, which makes sense. I kind of picture it as like a big ant farm, kind of. You yeah. know, it's, I think it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah, you got like twisty turns and everything. And we're not at a bottom of any kind of basin or low point. So it wasn't collecting here, which is good. Okay, this is actually a good thing. And it didn't affect anyone else, which is also good. But it's bad because I just cannot, I cannot fathom the idea. We're, we try to be a relatively conscious home where we're paying attention to waste. We don't want to waste stuff, right? I don't want to just throw crap away or add plastic to the environment or or any of those things. We're try we try to be good citizens that way. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's important. And you know, even though it can feel sometimes like you don't make much of a dent as a single household, I you know, it's important to us. So being told that we just flushed without knowing it uh 65,000 gallons into the freaking earth mm. just really rubbed me wrong. I was so pissed. Yeah. Um Anyway, once we got a hold of that, and, and by the way, the leak, apparently, uh, the, the crack started in March, has slowly become a bigger and bigger leak. Uh, wasn't enough to be really moving the needle until suddenly right around the 1st of June, through the rest of June, that thing just opened up like uh, like your like your mama's uh, uh, apple pie on a Monday morning. I don't know. That's not even a phrase. I made all that up. That's how much water it was. All right? Wow. You needed a new... A new phrase, yeah. <laughs> I, I still do. I still need a new one. That was not good. But anyway, so but then something else opened up, right? Then, yeah, and then something else opened up. So this stuff just gushing and doing its thing, and we have to pay that. Of course, we have to pay for this water we didn't use. That's crazy. I know. I mean, once it gets past their meter, this is where it sucks. Like I understand, at some point, it's your responsibility. Like where where's the dividing line? And I found out it's yeah. the dividing line is literally right after where their meter is placed. So there's the meter, there's the line in the street that everybody pulls out of mm-hmm. that's underground, like six feet under. Then there's this meter that everybody has that, that that's how the city knows how much water you're using and how much you you can also read the reader or the meter and find out if you want to go in there. That's what these yeah. little like mini manholes are in people's like strip of grass between the sidewalk and the streets are. Mm-hmm. Um, but from that meter to the house is specifically designated as the homeowners and nobody else's. Right, okay. And even though it's like away from us, <laughs> it's part of us somehow. So <laughs> so this thing splits open like a big old sieve and just dumping water into the thing. Um, the guy goes, yeah, we're going to have to do this and this and this. And that meant digging three separate five and a half foot holes. Oh my God. Five and a half foot deep and about five feet wide. 
mind you. Wow. You could yeah. bury a body in there. We absolutely could have. In fact, I was worried they might find one when they were digging in there. <laughs> right. They didn't, but they, you know, I expected bones or something like Thank a dog. Thank goodness they didn't find the body you have down there. I know, right? I, I shouldn't even probably be saying it out loud on the show, but when I buried that body in 62... Yeah, uh, maybe the remains of all, even the bones have gone. I don't know, but anyway. Well, was that at behind the meter? Maybe that's the city's responsibility now. Oh, good point. The body. See, those those rules are more ambiguous about yeah. where the body is and who's responsible. Well, anyway, this is not by no means an admission of guilt, and it's a cold case, and nobody cares about it anymore. <laughs> right, statute of limitations. Yeah, 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 I'm all good. <laughs> Although I guess murder is the one that doesn't have any statute of limitations. <laughs> that's true. Maybe it wasn't murder, though. People don't know. People yeah. don't know. I may have buried my grandma the, there. Also, the jury's I, literally out on that. That's what we're saying. Also, I wasn't alive in 62. So, you know, what am I even saying? Um, <laughs> note to self, never represent yourself in court. Bad idea, Scott. <laughs> so anyway, this uh, this is all going on, and they're digging these holes, and they bring out these, these tractor things, and they're just ripping my grass apart, and it's just awful, right? I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And I'm trying to think to myself, no, this isn't that bad. This is okay. Mm. Uh, go ahead and dig. You know, there are people out there with way worse problems today than this. Sure. Let's just, sure. we'll deal with it. Oh, and they had to turn the water off. That's, that's, this is an important point of this. So they shut the water off in the house. That means no running water of any kind, uh, no toilets, although the toilets have whatever water they had in them at the time of the shutoff, but one flush and you're done. Right. Right. right? And uh, we're thinking, it's like camping. This will be fine. We've done this. We've gone camping. We camped all the time in the day. We know what to do. Uh, right. Before we shut all this off, let's take the hose and we'll fill up a couple of big buckets and we'll fill up this um, uh, this cooler thing that's like uh, you take camping with you. We'll fill that up with water. We'll use that for like hand washing and teeth brushing, that sort of thing. Then we'll have kind of gray mm-hmm. water buckets for other needs. If you need to pee, fine. We'll use that and just pour it in the toilet that creates the suction needs to that sends the thing down. No big deal. We can deal with this. We'll even go, if somebody needs to uh, drop a, you know, uh, drop a ho-ho, if you know what I'm saying, we'll just go over to the the grocery store, which we did a couple of times that day. It's fine. You also have some big five and a half foot holes in the ground. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if we need those, they're all, they're there. <laughs> so, so they're just getting this initial part done and the water's off and we know we're hunkering down because they can't do the work on Tuesday to finish it. So we know that the fourth is going to be no water. And so right. we're planning ahead, trying to be smart about it. Whatever you can do, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Here's where things go south. Mm. Some people are so sick of the story, but I just have to. It's helping me. It's therapy to get it out. All right? I understand. I totally, yeah. Because Bobby, this was like, I don't even know the word. This was traumatic. All right. All I, I, uh, hey, you're telling me the story. I haven't heard the story. I've only s- seen a handful of tweets about it, and that was uh, you're telling. So t- tell oh, me. Oh, good. I- You've seen the trailer. Now yeah. catch it in theaters. So here you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Tuesday we're going. Well, all right. What are we doing for the fourth? Like, let's try to make a holiday happen somehow. Yeah. Even yeah. though I was kind of mad. Like the U.S. was like a girlfriend that really pissed me off the weekend before, and she's still expecting that's, that's me. To, how we, that's how we all feel about it. She was still expecting me to party with her on Tuesday, which is like, yeah. what are you, what are you talking about? Um, and so we were already kind of begrudging. I don't know, I was irritated, but the day's going on, and we hear from Taylor and Dylan, "Hey, can we're going to bring Van by tonight? They were at some other barbecue, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, on his side of the family. We're going to bring him by tonight, and then when it gets dark, we'll go watch fireworks on the ridge with you guys. We have this place where you can just sit up top and just see it forever. It's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Cool. So we're like, yeah, it sounds great. Bring the kids over. So they come over. They got the baby. They got Phoebe, and they got Van. And Van is, uh, he just looks a little pale. He comes into the backyard, and he's like, hey. He calls me Pops. Hey, Pops. And he comes over and hugs me, and he just seems kind of you know tired. And I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. He goes, yeah, I'm okay. You and just figured it was emotional exhaustion from grappling with the state of our union on this day when we're supposed to be celebrating. It. Correct. You know, he just really is like, how do I, how do I put into perspective a recent Supreme Court decision with my love of this fine land? You know, like like us. That you felt like us, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. But I was wrong. Uh, he at one point goes. My stomach hurts. And Kim says, oh, okay, let's go inside. So he thought he had to just poop. So they go in there, put him on the on the can. Remember, all we got in there is whatever water's left and no way to flush whatever happens. <laughs> this is the one poop. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is all you're going to get. And he goes. And then while sitting there, he looks at Kim and Kim recognizes the face because we've been doing this parenting thing for a long time. We know the face. Oh, this I know. I know the face you're talking. Yeah, about. he makes this face, and she goes, "Oh no!" She grabs the him, nearest bucket, picks him up, turn because there's nothing else in there. Turns him around, and now it's you know it's the double dragon we call it here at the house, <laughs> right? <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, he gets it everywhere. Just Ralph's all over the bathroom, mm. and uh, poor kid, just sad and hates it, and he's uh, crying while he's doing it. And it's just awful. And we, we don't know this. We're all out in the backyard enjoying the sun and chilling out and talking and stuff. We don't know this is happening in the house. Kim comes out and goes, yeah, he threw up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we're like, oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry, buddy. And he comes out and he's just looking all pale and he hugs his mom and she's like trying to, you know, console him or whatever. And then he goes, uh, <laughs> they pick him up, hang him over the, the side of the house over there where there's like uh, mulch. And he just let's rip again i mean he's seriously throwing up and we're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. oh no this isn't just i had too much watermelon and gone on a trampoline this is something else yeah. so they're like you know what i think we should take him home and i said yeah it seems like he'd do better than here i mean we have no water she's like i know <laughs> so so they leave they're barely there carter doesn't even make physical contact with the boy i hugged him once kim dealt with him in the house but for the most part we were outside we didn't really have to deal with much uh, sort right. of, you know, none of us thought, oh, this will just now tear through everyone. Nobody had that in their head. Mm-hmm. They go away. Tuesday <laughs> ends. Wednesday, uh, 6.30 in the morning. Or I'm sorry, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, we hear feet running down the hallway. Big, big adult feet. And Kim wakes up. And I hear her go, uh-oh. And I go, what? And she goes, I think something's wrong. And she gets up and checks down the hall. And Carter is got the double dragon. Oh, God. Like, horrible. Worst is the sickest she's ever been. I've known this kid. I've known her since she was, you know, came out the shoot. She's never yeah. been this sick, ever. Just, just ridiculous. Every five minutes, just awful. Just like the worst thing ever. And we were just flabbergasted. I'm like, she didn't even touch the boy. How did she come in contact with this thing? Because he's clearly patient zero, we think anyway. We don't really know. 
Um, and he probably got it from a park, touched some like, you know, hobby horse or some, something and gave it to everybody. Anyway, so she's sick as crap. And about half an hour into that, I start feeling it. I'm like, oh, my oh gosh, gosh, I'm going to die. And then Kim starts feeling it. We're like, are you kidding me? We have two working bathrooms in this house and they're not working. <laughs> like there's no water. So at three o'clock in the morning, literally, we have three sick people going outside like a bucket brigade, bringing buckets in to kind of manage this. Right. Oh <laughs> Total nightmare. And we're running out of water fast. Like we're, we uh, thought we had enough. We're just like, no, that not with this. This is never going to be enough. Now you've got your own personal version of the postman, right? <laughs> yeah, and I know. Look, I know it annoys Brian when I bring this up. I don't actually want to have a barf streak. Okay, for those, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. I always bring it up and go, "Yep, 2005." I'm not. It's not actually a thing I'm proud of. I have to explain this a lot to people. I wish my body would just say, "Yeah, no, this is the right time. It's a natural yeah. occurrence. You should throw up now." I so you were feeling it. super nauseous is what you were saying. Oh, yeah. And I just would not. I, I wanted to. I tried. Yeah. I, in I, those moments, you, you as much as you don't like throwing up, in those moments, you're you're ready. You're just like, what can I do right now to make myself yeah. barf? It's like I need to, I needed to, but I still yeah. couldn't. So, yes, the, tri- the, 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 what do you call it? The streak is still intact, but not because I want it to be. All right, I really wanted to black and white cookie Seinfeld this thing and be done, but it didn't happen. And so, uh, as a result, uh, the single dragon was my problem. All and I probably felt sicker for longer than the rest of them because of this reason. I just can't do it. I try, I try, I just can't do it. I'm a I'm an anti barfer. You were the frustrated double dragon. You're not wrong. So, so I spent a lot of time dealing with the South Pole. If you know, if if you take my drift. Yep. 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 Uh, Actually, where's that? I have that guy here. Diarrhea. That guy. <laughs> so, uh, but everybody, Carter's sick all night. It's like 24 hours hardcore, and then after that, you just feel like crap. We still don't have water. Thursday comes around. They thought they were going to have water Wednesday. Thursday comes around. They're like, well, we think we're good today for sure, because there were some unforetold circumstances. Something cropped up with another pipe. They had to replace something. It's like, oh, you know how this stuff goes. It gets complicated. And so they're letting us know every time. By the way, this guy had the worst B.O. I've ever smelled on a human being. This is just a side note. <laughs> when you're already nauseous and feel gross and your plumber's like, hey, i got to come in and look at the, the valve in the house. Is that okay? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Come on in. And he walks by and you went, oh, <laughs> I don't know even what to compare it to. It was so overwhelming. <laughs> Plus, all of our senses are on high alert. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, it knocked me over. It was so strong. And I thought, this is going to, speaking of Seinfeld, it's going to be like that where the house never gets rid of it. It's just going to smell like this forever. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be fine. Um, anyway, and I kept worrying about them. I'm like, they're going to get it. Like, if we got it this easy from just the kid visiting for 10 minutes, these plumbers are getting it. Like, we're all getting yeah. it. Everybody's going to get it. We're all getting the plague. Uh, all right. So just to sum it up or to shorten it all, we finally get water late Thursday afternoon, about 3.30. I'll never have a better shower than I did at 3.45 p.m. Oh, my God. It was amazing. For, for real. Everybody, do me this favor. <laughs> Sit down with your loved ones and discuss the miracle that modern plumbing is. That running hot and cold water should never be taken for granted again. Or that it's clean. It's amazing what it is. What the, what we have done. What What we hath wrought is an incredible human advancement and you should never ever take it for granted 
Because yeah. when it's not there and you need it the most, you're a caveman and it's the worst. But the I'm minute it kicks story, on, I'm going to tell. I'm going to re- recount this story to my children anytime that they're complaining about like the state of you know whatever is going on in their life. It's going to be a cautionary tale and a, a tale about how they should appreciate <laughs> the current situation. We'd be like, it, just let me tell you the story about the Johnsons. Yeah, it's the 2020s <laughs> version of uh, their starving kids in China eat your food. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. You have ru- you have working water. Yep. It could it could be worse. Let me tell you. Yeah. Now the only okay. So the only so when the water came back, all the world got better. Everything got better, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also we were all starting to feel better, but still pretty crappy. Like just weak, and I couldn't eat for like th- two days. I didn't eat. Just couldn't eat. So yeah. it was a lot of fluids and just trying to stay hydrated. You were but just. I, it was. It was probably uh, terrifying. You were looking at the food, thinking. Am I going to see this again in 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to see this again ever is what I want. I would say to it. Well, I don't. I guess what I want to say is I want to I want to see it again. I just don't want to see it in 20 minutes. I just don't. Yeah. I want yeah. to see it tomorrow. <laughs> it's horrible. But anyway, so so everything's everything's, you know, everything's on the up at this at this stage until we get the bill for what this is going to cost. Yikes. $5,800. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, and uh, our, we have some insurance on this sort of thing, but there's a deductible, so we're still out of pocket a huge amount. It's not going to cover all of it. Um, yeah. I think it may only cover like two grand of it. It's I don't really have it right now. It's a big mess on that front. Forget about that, though. At this point, I am willing to, uh, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, a little debt if I have to, whatever, so that this never happens again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never want this to happen again because what is this timing? What exactly are we doing here? Like how can this timing be any worse than it was by having this happen on a week where we had no water? Like of any week of any time ever or even a holiday happening right at the moment. Like it couldn't have been stupider. So at the end of it all, it just feels stupid and I hate it all. And now I have three really ugly wounds in my yard. They've refilled the holes, obviously, but they look like death out there. But it's fine. Oh, and these chuckleheads, as much as I like them, they forget things when they do work here. So there's these two signs that say sidewalk closed. That way they blocked off the sidewalk uh, for about a block to say, hey, don't come through here because there's construction and holes and everything. They just left those. And I don't know what to do with them. (laughs) What do you do with those? They're like the foldables, you know what I mean? Like the, they look like that. <laughs> they look like a little teepee, and on both sides it says sidewalk closed. They're like big city industrial, like thick rubber sign things, and uh, I don't want those. What am I supposed to do yeah, with that stuff? Yeah, they're yours now, and you get to use them for, um, I don't know, movie props. I next, guess. Next time. I guess or so. Sh- yeah. Put them in the background of your, of your stream. There. So we're, we're going to call them today and just say, hey, what the hell? Come get these stupid things. I don't want these. S- sell them. Sell them to reimburse yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was all very big, dumb, ugly time. Thank you all for indulging the story. I'm done telling it now. I'm never going to talk about it again. It is in my rearview mirror. I guess I'm glad this happened now and not on my family reunion at the end of the month. Oh, no kidding. With everyone there, that would be really oh, bad. Man, can you imagine? Yeah, no, dude. I mean, <laughs> totally shiz. You know what really bugs me, though, is knowing that I was in Vegas in April with you and this water leak was happening then even and we didn't know it. 
Like we're yeah. not even at home and this thing is just going right into the thing, just dumping water into the world as if, as if it's free, as if, if, as if everyone has so much water, we don't care, you know? Yeah. Well, you were replenishing the aquifer. And by the way, I did look up just to be sure. Sur- an aquifer is not like an ant farm. An aquifer is just a, what you call the water, the water that is collected in the either the 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 rock bed or the soil or anything underneath ground. You dig when you dig a well, you dig into the aquifer, for example. Oh, so there's water. It's water in there, groundwater, basically. Yeah, it's it like groundwater. Okay, so we were we were putting water in the groundwater. And he said yeah. if we'd lived downstream or down downhill from where we lived, we would have had massive flooding. Well, yeah, because hills so though I know for, I know this about groundwater is that it stays at a pretty pretty it's a pretty level kind of a, a, a business, you know, underground if you yeah. were to cut a profile into the earth, you would see that the the groundwater is level and then the hills rise up around it, you know. Mm. In fact, like a a river or a lake, like natural ones are when the ground dips below the water table. So, mm. um, so oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, this whole time, we're also babysitting a third dog. Someone else's dog who's not isn't behaved very well and the other dogs don't like her. So yeah. that's going on. Yeah. And then add this to it. During this entire time they're doing the construction, even when they weren't there, the back gate had to be open because one of the holes was directly below it. Which means we couldn't just let the dogs go outside and pee and bring them back in. We uh, had to; they had to be leashed and walked. And if I do, if I leash Rainer, she won't pee in the backyard where I need her to. She thinks a leash means it's time to go walk for three miles. And yeah, I only yeah, yeah. and I'll mark my territory when I do that. So I had to take her every time. Sun's beaten down. I haven't eaten anything. I lost ten pounds, by the way. Ten effing pounds. That doesn't even seem healthy. That seems bad. Yeah, that's that's too too fast. <laughs> too fast over a few days, right? But I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna use it to my advantage here, though. I'm gonna like yeah. this kickstarts a diet like no other, and uh, I'm gonna. You need to enter enter into a hot dog eating competition. Oh my win, gosh, win, dude! Win the prize money. <laughs> Can you freaking imagine? Like, I don't even want. You know what sounds disgusting right now? Like, if you said Scott, because I do have an appetite back, I can eat now. But if yeah. you said, hey, Scott, how would you like some, even if they're the freshest, best, hand-cut, perfectly made French fries of any kind, F off. No. <laughs> no. I don't want them. I'd rather die than have French fries right now, and I mean that. I, that yeah, sounds yeah. disgusting. So I'm going to use that as a sign <laughs> that I can yeah. take advantage of this, kick off some diet goals, and uh, not only Do keep it. that 10 off, but... You know, keep this keep this ball rolling, as the ki- as the kids are fond of saying in the year twenty twenty three. Turn that poop lemon into lemonade. poop lemonade. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a bad idea too. Uh, and also, a quick note of like, actually, it's something that was really good and it surprised me. Um, Dan, 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 the tabletop man. So you hear that sound? I gotta I gotta find this wire today. Do you hear that? Oh, it went away. I think I, I know, know where it is. is. Anyway, uh, Dan Dan, the tabletop man, his advice was, uh, hey, go out and get like a, when you're feeling well enough, go get a, a milkshake. And I thought, what? That sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> That's, that does sound like a bad idea. And he says, the reason is you, there's a ton, and lo- as long as you're not like lactose intolerant or something, there's a ton of like fat in there and your mm. body needs it. 
Uh, you need that fat. You need that little bit of that sugar bump. You need just some stuff that you haven't been getting, and you'll get it if you just go get yourself a shake. Uh, so I did that. That's a good point. And he was right. That's the best I felt all week after I had that. Yeah, quick replenishing. Give yourself some carbs. It'll probably give you some quick energy, and and then um and then the fats. That's a that's a neat idea. Yeah, yeah. it was all right. So Dan, you definitely going to use that as my excuse to eat a milkshake next time I'm sick. <laughs> Look, a pharmacist told me to do it. Yeah, a pharmacist I know secondhand via a show I sometimes co-host on. <laughs> told me anyway so that was that and uh a a quick note here that i don't know if the rest of the world's like this but usually video games are comfort for me when i don't feel well Mm. zero zero desire to play video games during all this none well that's when you know it's bad that's when you know it's bad for me especially because that's usually just the perfect distraction what i did instead is i went down a wes anderson obsession road I watched a bunch of Wes Anderson. For some reason, I had never seen... I'm getting ready to see Asteroid City, which is in theaters now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I And I love his movies, but I had never seen, for, I don't know, some reason, one of his greatest movies uh, by pretty much everyone's account, which was Grand Budapest Hotel. So I watched that. That movie's great. Can't recommend it enough. Loved it. 2014's Grand Budapest Hotel. Then I watched The French Dispatch. Uh, I still haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom, which for a lot of people is like their favorite. I still got to watch that, so I'm going to. But I'm on a tear right now. I'm inspired to watch like all things Wes Anderson. So for whatever reason, that was comforting during our hell week, week in hell that we had. Well, I'm glad you found some comfort somewhere. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, are you on threads? Are you doing this threads thing? At all? I looked at the notes this morning for TMS and I saw that and I've heard people talking about it and I was like, okay, I guess I should check this out. And so I did. Is it just a? Is it just Instagram, Twitter? It's Instagram, Twitter. Um, okay. Well, Instagram is technically, it's Meta, so it's Facebook, it's Instagram, it's whatever. But right, it's, but I know it's they. I think they, <laughs> the app called themselves like the something it, like it's connected to instagram yeah I know it's I instagram in and they were and i imported my instagram account yeah exactly and your followers and all that it's exactly yeah. that and um it came at a time <laughs> i mean the, the two billionaires are now verbally fighting uh which is kind of funny to watch but uh i think they were they were seizing on the the grump over at twitter and they were like all right well now's our time also there's a bunch of uh twitter's pissed because these are a bunch of x top developers at Twitter that he fired without cause. <laughs> so it oh broke all their contracts, their non-competes, all that stuff. He just summarily fired a bunch of people. And these people left, went to work on this project over at Meta. And now Musk is mad and says that's cheating. <laughs> I don't think that's cheating. But anyway, um, they are, they're up to 100 million users as of today. And this thing's only yeah. four, what, four and a half days old or something. Anyway, I'm just letting people know if you're using it, I'm over there. It's actual Scott, okay? Because someone else has Scott Johnson because they're buttholes and have had it forever and I never was able to get it. So uh, I had to do one that was, you know, whatever. So I did. It's actual Scott, A-C-T, you know, how you spell actual. I don't have to tell you. Uh, (laughs) But you can search that. Threads.net is how you get on there. Um, Brian's (laughs) posting like crazy over there as well. In fact, that's where a lot of people first heard about Tina's uh, uh, hospitalization that's over at Coverville of course he got that because yeah. he always gets his name and then Bobby did you sign up did you get in there then yeah you- I tried to change my Instagram handle so it'd be something closer to what I like now so I tried Bobby Bobby Franks Bobby Frank Bobby underscore none of it worked 
Um, it's all taken. So I had to go with my, just keep my current Instagram handle on threads, which is GM Funky Town. Ah, GM Funky Town. Like general manager or game master, which mm-hmm. is really what the GMs was supposed to stand for. Yeah. Um, Funky Town. Um, or I think you might even be able to just search for my name. And to prove it, I'll take a picture right now and post it yeah. of the stream. Nice. So you or wait, can you not even do that? No. You can do pictures. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll take a picture and figure out how to it's, it's, it. there's some, it's a little, it's a little thread bear <laughs> uh, on the features front. There's stuff they need to add. They, they claim they've got a followers only tab coming. They've got, uh, you know, in, integrated gift support, all that stuff. You can do gifts now, but you have to paste them in from other apps. Um, in some ways it's, you know, it's not certainly not as feature rich as Twitter, but it also doesn't seem to be so buttholy right now. Like yeah, al- yeah. algorithmically, it seems to favor, um, you know, some people on Twitter would call this bad, but I, I, it's a nice change for me is that it, it, it tends to favor positivity in my feed, um, which I think is good. Uh, and I'm getting a lot more engagement over there. Twitter's just turned into a sour mess. So, so anyway, I like it uh, for now. And you know, people are like, "What? And suddenly you're a Facebook fan?" No, no. What this means is, you know how someone shitty runs for office, but then somebody shittier runs for office at the same time. What's that? Called? You know, the right. South Park butthole, or no, a, a, a turd sandwich and a and a something. Well, I can't. The the choice between a turd sandwich and a something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the other thing is, but that's what this is. I'm not rooting for Mark Zuckerberg, but I'm definitely rooting against Elon Musk. Right, right. <laughs> like I, I, it's not even about that for me. To me, it's like where's the best place to communicate with the community, and this so far seems pretty good. So, anyway. can I also say that uh, social media networks and popping up and doing it's the one thing that really does make me feel old. So, oh, I does can't it keep up and. Nothing else makes you feel old. That's interesting. It's it's the, well, I mean, um, also waking up in the morning with uh, having realized I pulled a muscle while I was sleeping also <laughs> makes me feel old. But you know, you know what I, I wonder. I, here's a quick question for you. Speaking of that exact thing, I feel really good physically today. Yeah, more than I did before I got sick. So my question is. It's entirely possible that physical ailments and I, in particular, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, including you, but my physical ailments that I may ever experience are probably more tied to diet than I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think when I'm when I'm eating badly, I feel bad. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not the one who's going to say that that means you should go on. You know, like every four months you should go on a seven day fast or anything. I think that there's prob- that's probably a lot of BS. But um, yeah, but uh. But I do think that I do feel I can I feel noticeably worse when I'm when I've been eating poorly. So I think there's something I'm, to I it. I think there's definitely some there's definitely a connection there. So I got to ride this train, man. I got to take what I tell you. I think t- what you said is right. You need to use this as an opportunity to be like you like hit the reset button, sort of, <laughs> just be like let's let's just let's just try to you know you did some spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> yeah, I took and, um, out the I took out the the garbage, left it at the curb. Almost literally, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm ready for a new. I'm ready for a new day, guys. Let's turn this. Let's turn sour apples into tasty gas station uh, p- hot pockets. All right, that's what we're gonna do. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, Bobby, do you have anything else going on? I, I kind of um, f- took over the top of the show today with my terrible story. Do you, did you? Uh, do you have anything oh, going on? You know, you not not a lot. Um, I this week for me has been a little weird too. No, nothing compared to yours, but my daughter is um, away. My older daughter Zoe, she's ten, is away at her first like overnight sleepaway camp for Ooh. for mo- most of a week and um that's intense for I, a 10 year old you know oh yeah and she's an anxious kid too so she's it's been tough on her um and and she's she's got like a an apple watch and a and a and an ipod touch that she can get in touch with us on and she will video call us every once in a while sure um and it, it has been tough on her um but I, th- I think this is really going to be good for her because it's going to kind of help her grow a bit. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that homesickness is good to go through and then overcome if they can. Yeah. And get, and come out, come out clean on the other side. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but what I didn't realize was I always thought that I was the, the parent, the, the parent who was like, you know, you'll be okay. You deal with it. Sure. Um, cause I kind of always have been that way, but I real this, this, I'm learning a lot about myself as a parent this week because I cannot get anything done. I am constantly worried about her. Um, oh, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, ter- I've turned into that, like, like nervous, like, oh my God, is she okay? Is everything all right? She hasn't texted me in like uh, four hours. Is she having fun or is she kidnapped? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, and you know what? Here's the fun part. I thought when my, you know, when I had 10 year olds, which wasn't that long ago, that that would just be it. You know, they get, they hit 18 and I go, okay, I don't have to worry anymore. No, <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's almost worse. It's like, well, that's what I told my wife is that, is that so, so at the same time that Zoe is, is kind of getting out on her own for the first time and, and being by herself, that's, that's part of what this camp, it's a STEM camp. So science, technology, engineering, and math. So it's oh, all part of that fun. stuff that she's in. That's great. Yeah, exactly. Stuff that she's interested in, she's going to have fun, but it's also they build themselves as sort of like like leadership and character building because they're they're the whole point is for them to be out on their own, right? Right. Um in and, and they're on a college campus and stuff like that. And it's 2 hours away from us. Um but anyway, I told her, "Yeah, this is going to be great for her. She's going to learn some independence that she really really needs to 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 prove to herself that she can, you know, survive without us on her own and everything because like I said, she's a pretty anxious kid." Yeah. And um, but it's also it felt very much like we were dropping her off at college, and it's just like practice for us too. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's not. It doesn't get any easier either. So I, I feel your, uh, I feel your whatever that is. I don't know if it's pain, but I feel your your. Uh, it's it's. I definitely feel a feeling in my stomach. Um, every every moment so far. Well, and I haven't uh, been getting a lot of sleep. Good luck to her, and I hope she makes a ton of friends and has a great time. That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher is going to join us. We're going to talk about some insane news that I heard over the weekend. I cannot believe it's true. I thought I was sick and delirious when I heard it, but it's happening. We'll get to that and a bunch of other stuff coming up. Love having Steven on. That'll be after this break where we have a song. And uh, Brian gave me the info for this. So uh, this is an indie band. So we're doing an indie in the middle. And uh, they are a uh, rock funk group from St. Louis. Uh, Missouri. You might be familiar with St. Louis, Missouri or St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. I uh, love funk music. So I'm going to have to Brian just, Brian described him as like, got a little bit of chili peppers in there. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, maybe even like they sound a little bit like live in their vocals, the band live. Cool. Um, which I was a huge fan of those guys. 
Anyway, uh, this is one of the first singles of their planned six-set EP coming later, later this year. Uh, this is a brand new track called, hold on, the song is called Comes Back On. And uh, again, the band is Cavo, C-A-V-O, I believe. Let me make sure that's right. Uh, I don't want to screw this up. Who? Yeah, Cavo, there it is. C-A-V-O, all in caps. Uh, so check out this song. We'll be back in a moment with Steven. Stay tuned. episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. 
the perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Woman's work, as she never tires of pointing out, is never done. But modern automatic cookers do make it easier, as demonstrated at the Amsterdam Household Fair. Husbands like to know what's cooking. Hey, kids, spaghetti for lunch. And we're back. Once again, that was Cavo and their hot new single, Comes Back On. And watch for more of them later this year. Thank you, Brian, for setting that up for me. Uh, All right. We're going to get Stephen all up in it, inside of it, part of it. Symbiotic relationship with Stephen, you know. I like Uh, it. Yeah. He's great. We love him. I think he's in the chat. I don't actually know. I didn't see. I've not been able to look at the chat because I've been uh, too nervous. I'm going to screw something up today. It's been a while since I've done a proper TMS. But anyway, here we go. And now welcome Stephen to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, he is. It's Stephen Schleicher joining us from Majorspoilers.com, headquartered in beautiful uh, Kansas, the state of Kansas. Uh, Good morning, Scott. Welcome back. How are you? Good. Good morning, Bobby. Hey, good morning. Uh, it's uh, fantastic to have you. What's on your how, how, what's uh, what's going on? How are you feeling? Well, I was going to come on and, and talk about what a wonderful time I had in Denver last week. <laughs> yeah, but considering that Brian's gone through through some stuff and you've gone through some stuff and Bobby's going through some stuff, I'll, I'll talk about all the bad things that happened when I went on my wonderful trip. To oh, Denver. good, good, fantastic! Because I only want to hear negative things today. If we can, <laughs> that'd be wonderful. So we ended up, you know, we knew Fan Expo was going on, but you know. Three-fourths of the family has zero interest in going to a comic book convention. Um, and so we ended up staying at a hotel literally across the street from the convention. Oh, my. And then uh, Brian messages me, and he says, oh, I didn't. I, I, I was too busy with uh, to respond to your email. I'm so sorry. I said, we're staying at this this uh, hotel called The Slate, which is an old grade school that they've converted into a hotel. That's totally cool. Awesome Tell me how that looks for real quick. Hold on. Is well, it like- first of all, I had to drop the family off because there was no parking at the slate. Oh. So I dropped them off and then my wife was like, oh, we're up in this room. And the minute you step into the stairwell, I'm like, this is an old school <laughs> because it, it's got the tile and the stairs that you remember from like grade school. If you went to a multi-story uh, grade school back in the day. I did. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, it was really cool. The hallways were nice and wide. So that was cool. That is cool. So did it is like classrooms are like cordoned off and to be to be hotel rooms and that kind of thing? Yeah. Or? And I don't know if it, the way that everything is structured, I don't know if they found some antique uh, lighting or anything, but it felt like every room could have been a classroom. Oh, interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I'd, I'd never even heard of that. That sounds like a rad place to stay. All right. So, so yeah, far, it's you're re- having it's a, really cool. Yeah. Having a better so time I'm, than I'm, we did. All right. Yeah, so I'm messaging back and forth with Brian, and it's like, oh, we're staying at the Slate. He's like, oh, I was at Fan Expo today, and I think he meant that he was at Fan Expo. So he went, and we didn't, we weren't able to see Brian. And then uh, it turns out the Spagnolos are also taking a trip to Denver, and guess who decided to go to the Fan Expo? They did. The Spagnolos. Yeah. So all three of us were within less than probably a quarter of a mile of each other. But never saw and, each other. And never saw each other. <laughs> oh, well. So that's uh, a bad thing. That's a bummer. Yeah. I know they then, they were trying to all hook up, and it just I don't know. Sometimes yeah. this stuff doesn't work. I get it. And and people from Colorado, I I, I love the state of Colorado. It's a beautiful state, but man, your roads suck. Mm. <laughs> they are just in such poor conditions. Yeah. More on that in a moment. Yeah. So it's, we parked it. I had to stay in long term parking. 
you know, it, by the way, I, I'll bet you money they would say that that's due to all the snow and snow removal. Just oh, I'm, I'm sure havoc. it is. Yeah. But anyway. I, I, I'm sure it is. But there are some massive potholes sure. right on the middle of I-70 that you cannot avoid. Oh, my Lord. Um, so I had to park a couple blocks away at a, a long-term stay. And the next day we're getting out because we're going to go to uh, Meow Wolf, which I, I, I'll, I'll talk more about that when Brian's back because I think he'll be very interested to hear my reactions to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, I'd um, love to hear. I'm excited about that. I forgot. But we get in the car and there's a, a sheet of paper on the windshield. It's like, what is this BS? And so I grab it and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I hit your 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 truck. Uh, <laughs> here's my phone number. And oh, I was no. like, oh, great. <laughs> go out and there's like, they kind of scraped up the, the paint just a little bit. But they cracked the whole uh, passenger side uh, light, the you know the backup light, rear backup light. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, okay, this this is going to be a pain in the butt. But okay, at least they didn't do any serious serious damage to the car. So uh, we'll skip ahead to the end of the uh, of the trip. We're coming back on these horrible roads <laughs> of Colorado, and the engine catches on fire. Oh no! No. Oh. But we hit a pothole. And I look in my rearview mirror and I was like, I think we just lost that light that the person hit. And sure enough, <laughs> that whole light, just the pothole knocked it loose and it went sailing out to the ditch somewhere. Oh so. my gosh, dude. Oh, did you man. ever, did you have to go get it or you just kept driving? No, I'm not just like, I'm not stopping and <laughs> trying to dig around in a ditch with snakes for an hour, trying to find a, a light. To recover an already broken light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, it wasn't a perfect week at all, but you had a lot of fun. In no, the but it, it was a lot that, of fun. Right? Really, uh, if people get a chance to go to Meow Wolf, it was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, and the Denver Aquarium, I, th- I think that's what it's called, Denver Aquarium, mm. is really a lot of fun as well. So mm. yeah, a couple of good, destination places. Heard good things from Brian in particular about that but um yeah. yeah i would avoid i would avoid the denver zoo we went and half the animals weren't there didn't get to see any lions no tigers no bears oh well what's the point of that oh, then my. i know right and that's, that's the staple too. denver zoo is kind of expensive for what you get yeah i uh we have a similar situation here at our zoo although it's been better in recent years but there was a time there where you know i'm like if i'm gonna spend 50 bucks or whatever the pat the day passes on a sunday mm-hmm. You better have some damn animals for me to look at, or else what are we doing here? Like, what is the point yeah. of this place? Yeah, yeah. Whenever there's like, oh, like, the, the the lions are being, uh, they're having their nits done or some bullshit, and you're like, no, yeah, yeah. get get them out here. We're gonna just close the zoo then, you buttholes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Zoo is like 84 bucks a person. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And okay. we only, by the time we were halfway through, we're like, there's no animals here, so we left after about two hours. That's so. like 90s era Disneyland tickets. That's <laughs> like know, expensive. Right? All right. Well, I do um, have a bit of good news for you, Scott. Oh, what's the good news? Uh, you are our prime to go see Asteroid City. Uh, I am. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to. It looks like it's not streaming anywhere, so I'm gonna have to watch Moonrise oh. Kingdom rented. But, oh, uh, wait, wait until tomorrow. Why? Why? When it drops on digital early, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Vudu, Google Play, all of them are like Asteroid what? City tomorrow morning. Really? Yeah. As a as wow. a buyable, a rentable, or what? Uh, I think it is. Uh, you can buy or rent it. I can rent that tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Well, I I'm, got the press I, release this morning. So I'm doing that. Okay. Here's what I'm doing then. Check this out. Tonight I'm watching Moonrise Kingdom. Shut up, all these Parasite people, for a minute, okay? Just Moonrise forget about Kingdom Parasite. That's that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna watch Moonrise Kingdom tonight. That means I'm caught up. I've seen every Wes Anderson film. I'd already seen most of them, but I've caught up now on the ones I've missed. That means I'll be caught up, and then tomorrow. I rent that. That's what's happening. 
I'm yeah, doing it. Do it. All right. Do it. Why are they doing yeah, that? A lot of it feels are, like it was doing okay I, I in don't theaters. know. I'm sure it's not doing great in the theaters, but there have been a couple of like, um, A24 did this with uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, that dropped like very soon after it was in theaters. Mm. Uh, there have been a couple of other movies recently where like within a week or two of release, it's up on a streaming service. Uh, real quick, a micro review of The French Dispatch. I liked it. Um, I liked it too. I think that the middle's bloated. That's my only complaint. Which and, which story is that one? Uh, it's the one the the, the, the the kidnapping one. The Dune Kid. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I know Chevalier or whatever Chalamet. his name is. Yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Uh, the, it just that, that one gets a little long in the tooth. It's not terrible or anything, but I thought the first one, the 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 artist in prison deal. Mm-hmm, that was because it's basically an anthology is what they're doing here, mm-hmm. which is unusual for him. He doesn't usually do this, but it is really good. That whole first thing is so good. Oh, my gosh. But it's crazy going when you when you watch his movies back to back. It's crazy because you're like, oh, there's all his usuals, like all these people that love being in his movies. They're all in them. And mm-hmm. then the next movie rolls around like, oh, here's all those same people, but also three or four other people thrown in that are new that have all been begging. And will say, I'll work for free if you just put me in your movie. Yeah. Um, some, was it um, Edward Norton says he makes a, he made four thousand dollars on Moonrise Kingdom, and people are like, "Are you kidding?" Because you made like twenty two million for the Hulk, uh, that bad Hulk movie, and he's like, "This is what we do to work with Wes Anderson. We don't we, these movies don't make tons of money, but we're dying to work on them." And so all of these actors, like this a list of Asteroid City people. People think, oh, how are they paying these people? It's because they are all working for nothing to be yeah. just a part of it. And I'm just in this mood right now. I just can't get enough of it. It's so good. Anyway. I, I, I really like the color scheme of Grand Budapest Hotel, but there's something about the color scheme, black color scheme in Asteroid City that hurts my eyes. Oh, really? I mean, it looks yeah. like the most Wes Anderson-ass thing I've ever seen in the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. But the, the one... Well, what caught me off guard, Grand Buda- Budapest Hotel is, I mean, that's the one that won an Oscar, right? That won Best Picture, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect it to make me laugh so hard. There were moments in that where I was like rolling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, I didn't, I didn't, uh, uh, I can't think of the actor now. Who's who's the guy? Uh, he's from. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, 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 he's the cleaner um, in in Tarantino movie. Um, uh Oh, you're talking about the wolf. Yeah. Yeah, the wolf. Uh, uh, Murphy. No, uh, not Harvey. Murphy Brown. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Harvey Keitel is who I'm trying to think of. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't recognize that dude. And yeah. he shows up and I just went, what the frick is he even doing in this? And he owned it. Oh, my gosh. Such a great, great movie. Can't say enough about Grand Budapest, which is on Max or Hulu. I don't remember where I watched it. Anyway, uh, Stephen, let's get to this breaking news. Well, before okay. we do that, I have a phone call. You want to hear this? This is for you. Sure. Or it's okay. kind of about you. This is a SAG AFTRA thing about the, the strike and all that. Somebody's going to tell me more than I don't I don't know think they're it. calling you out so much as just complimenting your conversation or something. Oh, okay. But here it is. Let's, let's see what they said. Actually, it's been a while, too, so I don't remember what they said. This is from last <laughs> week. So here we go. Hey, Scott and Brian. This is Blake from New York City and calling about TMS. Uh, you guys were talking with Stephen about the writer strike and the... Um, upcoming potential SAG-AFTRA strike as well. Um, I am a member of SAG-AFTRA and Actors' Equity Association. Uh, and 
the strike, while yet yeah, someone like Tom Cruise, for your example, will support the strike, and it's really not affecting him because you're right, he's going to be making you know millions of dollars for whatever movie he does. He's supporting the little guy like me or you know other actors who might just be a day player or have a reoccurring role on a TV show, and we are making minimum uh, the the minimum scale is what they call it. So um, that hasn't come up in a long time, so it's not really um, in uh, in congruence with the cost of living. Um, and then the other major thing that the writers are working on and that's affecting us as actors as well is residuals and specifically for streaming services. Um, so uh, you're giving them, the studios, your intellectual property or as an actor, something that you, a character that you created and they're making thousands or millions of dollars off of it after the fact and um, you get a check in the mail for two bucks, and that's just not right. So, just wanted to fill you guys in. All right, love the show. Bye. Uh, some good insight. Yeah, from no, someone. I, yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't think we. Uh, hopefully, we didn't uh, try to paint the picture that it was not and it was a waste of time and everything. Because I totally support everybody going on strike for these things, and right. and yes, the minimum, which is probably what the uh, four thousand dollars that uh, uh, that the actor was paid for a Wes Anderson movie, that's probably your day scale. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. or maybe even a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, everybody deserves a lot more when a studio is making millions of dollars off of, off of people's work. Yeah. Especially and certainly the residuals are, are a big thing too. Yeah. Residuals are messed up. The more you learn about it, the more it kind of blows my mind. I, I, I know a couple of writers who are, are worked on giant projects like mm-hmm. rogue one and, you know, big star Wars things and they get piddly squat in the long run. They just don't get, but, but in the long run, Disney's making <laughs> So much money. So it just feels like it's uneven. Yeah. If you really want to dive deep into that area, you need to look at the subject um, called Hollywood accounting and how a movie like Empire Strikes Back uh, released 30 years ago. Yeah. Still has not made any money. Oh, yeah. That's a weird one, right? I remember reading about that. Like, I guess. I mean, and and, then. this has happened multiple times where uh, there are a few movies. I think Thor two was one of the more recent ones. And I know one of the amazing Spider-Man movies was this way too, where people had to take the studios to court to show, you know, where's your accounting on this? Why are we not getting paid the money that we deserve? So it would be nice if some of those practices would go away. I agree. Hopefully that stuff improves and this, this strike uh, ends up in a very positive place for creators and writers. We'll have to see. Um, It just, Man, it feels like a feels like a moment though, doesn't it? Where everything's just kind of mm-hmm. screeching to a halt, and we're gonna have a real bummer of a content layout next year. It's gonna be weird. Um, all right, Stephen. News is look, we're finally getting to it. Electra returning to the big screen, and I don't just mean the character. I mean Jennifer Garner is coming back as Electra in the Deadpool three movie, which seems just about perfect for something like that, but. I don't know who was asking for this. That movie's so bad, dude. It's real bad. I love Jennifer Garner. I mean, though, so watch cool. the director's cut of of that movie. If you want to see a better version of the movie, the director's cut makes the movie so much better and makes it a lot more sense. Not it doesn't even you know 
hold a candle to the the Daredevil uh, Netflix series or the Marvel Studio series. Right. But uh, yeah, definitely the the director's cut is a much better version. So Ryan Reynolds, who was in the movie, he was in the Adam Project, and mm-hmm. so was Jennifer Gar- Garner. They were both husband and wife in that movie. You may remember uh, seeing that. So apparently, they had a lot of good working relationship with that. Uh, Sean Levy uh, was the one who directed that. And I believe he is the one that is directing this um, uh, Deadpool three. So it makes sense that the the three of them would get together and want to do something with Elektra in this piece. So, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, this is going to be really interesting to see her come in now, whether she's going to be in for, you know, a big part or whether she's going to be doing the the Matt Damon uh, kind of quick cameo. Right. Uh, as in Deadpool 2, that is that's left to be seen. Yeah. Did you see this? Uh, it's kind of breaking. I think it maybe happened early this morning or something. But um, uh, Ryan Reynolds put up a Instagram story with a photo showing him in his Deadpool costume walking with Hugh Jackman in his yellow and black nice. Wolverine bullshit. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, my gosh. Here, I'll put it in Discord. Chat can see okay. it now because I'm showing it. But um, this is... <laughs> the greatest thing in the history of ever. Like, I, I don't know why I'm so in for this. Obviously, it's... Uh, I mean, they might as well have fun with it, right? Yeah, so scroll down a bit to see it, but... Yeah, I see it. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like it. Yeah, they're like going... They're, they're, they're just going all in. It's like, hey, yeah. we're going to have them here. Let's find this will probably be the suit. last Deadpool movie. Yeah, I think so, right? You finish out strong well, in the third and... I mean, I mean, certainly there's a thing about franchises where you can go on forever, right? But this is the first Deadpool movie post Disney buying Fox. Mm-hmm. And I think Disney was kind of like, we don't know what to do with Deadpool because we don't know what to do with something that is not family friendly. Yeah. And so I think they were just like, let's see what happens. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that everybody involved is like, yeah, I think three and done is, is enough for us. Do you, do you think now that it's a Disney hundred percent Disney produced thing means that they could say, well, uh, whatever. And the next Avengers Deadpool shows up. You know what I mean? They I mean, could they could. I, I, they, they totally could. I mean, that's what everybody's waiting for with uh, the X-Men, right? Is, mm, is when yeah. is Disney going to put the the X-Men and the Avengers together on the screen at the same time or give us even more X-Men stuff? Yeah. Uh, not going to be for a while. It's a good reminder. Say. I haven't even seen Deadpool 2. I don't know why I missed it. I just didn't see it. It's I'll, pretty good. I like it, the first one a lot. So I, I, Yeah, I don't think it is as good as the first one, but it's it's definitely it's definitely up there. Also, so I is see- Deadpool 3 going to have an R rating? Oh. That's the other question, right? I mean, it depends on what banner they release it under. If they're going to release it under a Fox Pictures kind of thing or a 20th Century Fox, they could get away with a yeah. with an R rating on that. I think but, they have to. They have to. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Deadpool is on Disney Plus, but you have to have the parental account and use your your PIN number to unlock that. So yeah, yeah. yeah if they don't me. though, like that would shock me if they didn't go for the R rating because that's just the first two movies are hard R. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't yeah, be a soft power. That's what I, I really think that's what people want with it anyway. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what they expect. So yeah. if you change those expectations, I think you're playing with fire a little bit. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It's kind of how I feel about blade. I don't want them to hold back on blade. I need it to be bloody and, you mm-hmm. know, over the top and super violent. And I don't necessarily need, you know, I don't need people bumping their, their uglies for two hours. I'm not asking for that. I just want some <laughs> good, hardcore, bloody, <laughs> true to the character action and and you can't ch- I don't think you can change uh, Deadpool to do that. I did see a picture though. What is Ruffalo doing with these guys? Is this is the Hulk confirmed as part of this? Cuz I, I haven't heard anything about that, but it wouldn't surprise me, right? Cuz they were all hanging out at some presser thing and it was Jackman, him, I can't remember who all. 
who were there, some people from the previous two films and stuff. But then off to the sides, there's old Mark Ruffalo hanging out. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It's Hulk in this? Because I'm all for that. I mean... So the Hulk is going to throw... At this point, Ryan Reynolds (laughs) is probably... I don't want to say he's bankable, and I don't want to say he is the most important person in Hollywood. Because that would still go to Steven Spielberg and, you know, some of the the greats there. Mm -hmm. But if Ryan Reynolds called you up and said, hey, listen... uh, Disney, I want to use Mark Ruffalo and the Hulk in this movie. They would, they would have to say yes on that. I think they would. But, but I mean, he is. But also, this personality it's, and presence is just so great that to say no to Ryan Reynolds it would be like, let's just flush money down the toilet. Oh, I, sorry, Scott. Sorry, I, no, I didn't I, mean to bring I, bad news. <laughs> well, at least I can flush it down the toilet now. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> um, but you know, this old this old stereotype of the Hulk chucking Wolverine, we're getting that. Mm-hmm. That's happening. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way that's not happening. He'll be all green with his purple pants all torn up. You'll have Hugh Jackman in his freaking yellow and black 90s ass costume. And the Hulk is going to throw him at something. I can't wait for yeah. this. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, um, I was going to say, oh, we watched for Film Sack, we watched Green Lantern. We haven't been able to do the episode yet because of because um, mm-hmm. of our, our all our issues. But uh I have something to say that may not be popular or it may be controversial. And this is just a preview of how we'll talk about the show when we get there. But I really liked the core. Uh, and by the core, I mean the, the actual like lantern core lore mm-hmm. and the space stuff, like the lore behind mm-hmm. it, the way they explain the guardian stuff. I thought that stuff was great. I, and I hadn't seen the film yet. So I've been putting it off because I was like, I hear this is terrible. Why would I watch this? I don't want to be disappointed. I really like Green Lantern. This should this deserves more. Every time they did anything on Earth, it was kind of lame. But yeah. the minute they got out there and started dealing with what the core is and how it works and who's what and yellow and green and all this, that shit was cool, man. Like I was surprised about that. Yeah, Green's that, a, you know, it's not a horrible movie, but it's also not a great movie. No, it's definitely not. Right there in in a good in a good slot. Right there. I think the thing there are a couple. of, I mean, there's many things. Even Ryan Reynolds will talk to you about why that movie didn't do the things that he thought it should do. But I think they should not have had Hal Jordan in the piece. Uh, I you know the first Green Lantern movie that you have, and everyone who knows Green Lantern only knows. John Stewart from the animated series. And so they're like, what's this white guy doing on the screen? We, we want to see, we want to see John Stewart. Yeah. Mm. I could have gone for John Stewart. I could have gone for, mm-hmm. and maybe we still will get to go for those things when James Gunn has his way over there. But, um, I'm okay with a Hal Jordan story, but I felt like it should have been told in the frontiers era of like old school, like pilot in the sixties. Yeah. That yeah. would have been all right. You know, I mean, because that's I mean, really, the the Hal Jordan character is this modern space cowboy guy, because yeah. when his character is introduced, we are, you know, at the cusp of or the beginning of the space race. Yeah. And so what a perfect time to take a transition from a Western comic into a space comic and yeah. bring a bring a cop procedural into that with uh, with Hal Jordan. I mean, he hated that movie, complains about it to this day. But Ryan Reynolds should be a little thankful. He met his now wife on there, and they have three mm-hmm. three really pretty little kids. Like his whole family probably owes a debt to the Green Lantern. <laughs> and I bet he has the costume. Yeah, he probably does. That stupid throbbing costume, man. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, not everyone has pulled out of the San Diego Comic Con. Tell me who's who hasn't, because it's been yeah, a real. So we shit talked show. a couple of weeks ago, uh, leading up, going going back to the SAG after thing. 
that a lot of studios pulled out because they're like, we're not going to have any actors and we don't have any script writers. So how can we go and promote this film? But it looks like a couple of uh, people are going uh, and this may, I don't, I'm not going to add any other commentary on there, but uh, Max original animation is going to be there talking about their animated stuff. Certainly there's a lot of animosity uh, with, um, with where animation writers and talent are uh, in relation to the big screen, regular stuff that we have, but uh, Max original animations, we're going to see adventure time, Fiona cake and some others uh, show up. Uh, Paramount pictures is going to go ahead and bring their teenage mutant Ninja turtles, mutant mayhem, which is also an animated piece to the show floor on hall. Yeah, H. And then we've got uh, project K mm -hmm. um, talking about, you know, sci-fi stuff out of India. And, and that's about it. I mean, there's some wheel of time stuff uh, that Apple is, is coming to the, no, I'm sorry. Prime video is, is doing with that. Uh, good Burger 2. I uh, didn't know that there was going to be a, a second uh, Good Burger, but uh, there you go. It's only a 30, 30 year gap between them, right? Or something? I know, right? So we're seeing a lot of the small streamer. I shouldn't say small streamers because Paramount and Peacock are, you know, they, they're big studios attached to it. But uh, again, we're not seeing the big the big studio stuff that's coming, but people will be there and be able to hopefully interact with some stars. I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, which is the animated movie, will be interesting to to see what they do with that. Mm -hmm. um, it says panel discussion and footage presentation with filmmakers. So that could just be directors and producers and no uh, no actors in, in that one. Wow. Oh, they're doing it. What are we doing? The Shadows thing. That's cool. I'll watch that. Yeah, there's there's stuff. By the way, um, you mentioned animation over at WB and HBO and all that. Uh -huh. There's the show on HBO Max or Max, sorry, um, that I watched last year. And now there's a new season of it and I'm back into it. Um, and I love it. It's called uh, 10 year old Tom. And I've seen that one. If you guys have not pat or just went past that one, out, it looks dumb or whatever. You should totally watch it. It's great. Dry humor makes me laugh. Tons of great guest stars. Uh, freaking David Duchovny plays an ice cream man. It's so good. It's so good. I absolutely love it. It's drawn like ass, but that's the point. It's supposed to look like crap. But do not uh, sleep on 10-year-old Tom, literally or figuratively. All right? Uh, Steven, this sounds great. As always, you're bringing us the hot big news of the week in pop culture and comics and more. And that's what I get out of Majorspoilers.com. Is there anything happening over there that you'd like to tell the fine folks about? We've been off for a couple of weeks with our Critical Hit uh, podcast. Uh, if you want to see... Uh you know, our heroes punch Nazis in the face and prevent uh, Lovecraftian horrors from entering our universe. Then you want to go check that out. It returns this weekend and uh, it's a lot of fun. And in the meantime, as it's still summertime, uh, get out there and do some fun things, but also stay hydrated. Yeah. I'm my main goal this whole week was to stay hydrated. I thought of you a lot the whole time. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Steven would tell me this uh, today. Drink some damned water. Uh, thanks, Steven. We'll see you later. It's always good having him on, you know? For sure. I like him. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Real quick, Bobby. People need to know where to get their science fix. I know I do. So where do they go? What's the show called? What did you guys just talk about? Or what are you about to talk about? Well, the show, my science podcast is called All Around Science. Me and my co-host, Mora. We talk about science every week. What's going on in science news. And um, just the things that we're interested in. And this last episode that just came out on Monday is a really good example of both of those things. Because, A, one of the biggest news stories of the year in terms of science news um, broke about a week ago. And we talked about that. It has to do with gravitational waves and, um, and 
new ways that we can detect them. And and I promise you, it's not just like, oh, there's a new thing we can do. Like, this is really big news, and it's really cool. You should, we, we can now detect gravitational waves that are that have a wavelength of literal light years. Goodness. Um, and it's really cool how they did it and um, and why it's important. So so check that out. Also, we started uh, the episode that came out yesterday on the same episode um, is the first in what is going to be a four-part series where we talk about the four fundamental forces um, like electromagnetism, gravity, strong and weak force. Um, so uh, and talk about what those are and what they mean and, and, and everything. So um we're getting back to fundamentals, if you will. Ah, and there you put the fun in fundamentals. That's good. We do put the fun in fundamentals. Let me ask you this question. Um, yeah. When uh, you do you know uh, uh, Brian Cox, not the actor, but the scientist guy? Do you know who I'm talking yep. about? British guy. Yep. Why is it that I could just he could sit there and talk about stupid things and I could listen and I would feel like I could just listen to that guy all day. Do you have anybody like that in the science community where you're just like just talk on dude, just keep going? Some people maybe this is, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson or maybe some people it's just listening to that weird box that that uh what's his name talked through before he died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian Cox is really good. Um his uh it's something about a British accent talking about science too. Must be right? it. Yeah, must be um, it. Um and but he's um legitimately he's a great science communicator. Physics he's a physicist. Physics are difficult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um and it's difficult to talk about. He does a great great job with that. Someone else I like a lot is um, that I can listen to all the time in the astronomy world is Phil Plate. If you oh yeah, Phil Plate, he's great. Yeah, the bad astronomer. That's mm-hmm. his. That's what he goes by. If you if you Google that, he's got a great blog that I've been reading for a long, long time. He does a, any any time something new in in the space world happens, uh, I go there first. Um, but he's also I can listen. He's a really great science communicator. I've been listening to him talk about things oh dr kiki's real good too she's uh she deserves a mention she's fantastic Fantastic, a little more a little more in our orbit too she's uh Mm -hmm. she's from the ground up kind of kind of podcaster and she's done really amazing stuff well uh tune in all around science everybody and bobby having you here well it's been a damned pleasure Likewise, it's been a damned pleasure. A damned pleasure. Uh, chat room, stick around because we're going to pick titles after this, and uh, one of yours could be chosen uh, coming up shortly. Uh, real quick, I got an update from Brian. It was a text. He says Tina is doing much better. She is coming home around noon. So in a couple hours, Tina will be home, uh, convalescing in her own home, which is where you really want to be these days, and uh, not in some stuffy hospital. And uh, sounds like things are going well. That probably just means the meds have taken hold. We live in an era where uh, pneumonia is not nearly the threat it should be, or used to be, I should say. <laughs> as much not should be. should be. <laughs> I'm just glad to hear she's feeling better, because uh, we could use some good news around here. So there you go. Uh, and that means uh, Brian should be here tomorrow. So that'll be the plan. Uh, and it's always uh, always good to have him back. All right. Real quick. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place for you to support us. It is the 10th of the month. That means we are only really a third into this month, and it's a perfect time to join up. Why, do you ask? Well, there's one main reason. We sort of blew it when we started on Patreon because we did this is early. Nobody knew what they were doing on there. And we did a, a monthly for a show that we do 16 episodes a month for. It's an insane amount of content for, like, no money. Like, a dollar, just a dollar. Like, can you imagine paying a dollar a month for that much content? It's insane. 
plus all the extra stuff. It's just crazy. So if you want other things like art in the mail, monthly benefits include a coffee level, pre-show content every week, couch parties on the weekend, all these fun things, no commercials in your feed, that sort of stuff. Well, then now's the time to sign up. Patreon.com slash TMS. If you're looking to contact us, find us, email us, text us, all that stuff. You'll find details and links and everything at frogpants.com slash TMS. I think it's going to do it. Bobby, I'm going to tell you about another song here before we go. How's that? Please do. All right, here we go. This was a request, a cover request from a listener named Perry Groover. Or Grover. I don't know. I don't judge. I don't know nothing about your name. I'll say Groover. Uh, Dear Brian, a friend of mine published a book. Uh, Each chapter is, uh, is a song title. So the book is also a playlist. There is a Spotify playlist. Search for Evangeline Williams, I Almost Do. This friend is no small part responsible for my wife and finding her uh, or fi- and us finding each other in college. She dragged me to tryouts for the Taming of the Shrew, where I won the pivotal pivotal part of the Huntsman number two. That sounds like a fun role. I eventually won the heart of the goat herderless uh, herderess goat herderess. Anyway, Her- herderess is that wow. a, the character name in that? I guess I've never seen uh, Taming of the Shrew. So I've no I just idea. know there's a shrew and it needs to be tamed. Yeah, well, who's going to that shrew can't just run wild, you know? Yeah. Somebody's got to try to calm that damn thing down. Who better than the goat herderess? I, to, I agree. To tame it. My wife and I have been married for 29 years. Could you please play Can't Help But I Can't Help Falling in Love by Haley Reinhardt or any other song from the playlist? Thank you. Still doing Huntsman number 2. I'm not sure if that means he's still playing it or if that was a reference to something else I I don't know. Maybe maybe he got what you got. Maybe. So he's still doing the Huntsman number two. That's right. Double Dragon, baby. Uh, well, we're going to play that song for you. It is uh, exactly what you asked for. Uh, Haley Reinhardt's Can't Help Falling in Love cover. Uh, I have not actually heard it yet, so I'm excited to hear it in post-show. So I can uh, agree with Brian that it was a very good choice. Uh, thank you, Perry, for the request. And also, grats on 29 years of marriage. That's amazing. Uh, welcome to the the club. Let's see. I'm at 31 this year. No, 30. Yeah, 31. That's nuts. Can we just say how nuts that is yeah, and how old that makes me? Good Lord. Anyway, find the one you love, everybody. That's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you once again, Bobby, for uh, for being here. Uh, can't wait to, to do this again with you sometime. Yeah, well, I'll be on doing science tomorrow. Oh, yeah, dude. So, that's right. Bobby will be back tomorrow for the segment. Duh. Duh. Can't get rid of me. Nope. Not that easy. Anyway, that'll be tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you then.
Frogpants.com. Each cold drink order includes one straw. Well, that's a uh, hell. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.